welcome to a special episode of our Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Rainmaker Multiplier process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Welcome everyone. We certainly have a timely topic. I know we picked this topic just based on a lot of the phone calls that I've been getting, our other team members have been getting, and I'm sure some of you are getting from your clients as well. And so we wanted to uh, bring on a panel of experts here and talk about uh, market volatility and some of the things that they're sharing with clients to you know, help them keep, keep, keep them in their seat, right? Keep them staying the course, staying invested, how you're talking about new money right now if clients are having concerns about adding new money. And so Welcome, Hammer. Welcome, Jason. We got DC on the line looking around. We got a whole bunch of great people and subject matter experts to be able to share on the topic. I see Frank down there. So, uh, Frank, you've lived through a couple different decades of some market volatility, right? Quite a few, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, I'll kick it off. You're, you're a guru with words. You know, how would you be talking to clients about what's going on right now? Clients calling you saying, what should we do? Should we go to cash? Should we? you know, panic should, what should we do right now? What's a couple good line, one-liners to keep them, keep them where they are. I, I have a, a chart on my wall with a quote from Warren Buffett, who is, you know, arguably one of the greatest value investors of all time. And Buffett said, uncertainty is the friend of the long-term investor, which, you know, obviously this is an uncertain time. And I think it's, it's powerful to remind clients that this is totally normal. There is absolutely nothing abnormal about a time like this. They come around periodically. They come around, you know, market, markets get toppy sometimes. Exogenous factors come in, news, Ukraine, you know, politics. So we plan for that. That is absolutely part of the planning process. We assume things are going to get scary at times. You know, fear and uncertainty become part of the financial plan. And so I try to, you know, calm them down, number one, to say, don't worry about this. And, so, and first of all, it's not my first rodeo. I've been to a few of these. And, the, and then the second thing is to say, look, we've already protected a good chunk of the portfolio. We've done, we've done some things with your plan that will ensure that no matter what the market does, you're going to be okay. And, and I think that's a large part of the planning you guys do. So I think that's wonderful. But then the most important thing I try to convey, and I'll, I'll keep this brief, is I try to get them to think about opportunities. I want them to understand that every storm ends. And in the entire history that I've been in this business, which is about 39 years, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 29 times. It is a 29 times growth in that period. So to worry about the short-term gyrations, we miss the biggest trend, and the biggest trend is always and eternally up. So that's the, the conveyed message that I try to share with folks. That's great. And I know I just recently had a conversation with a client, even just going into a very much short-term perspective and said, look, at if we were sitting here three years ago, and I was going to tell you that the market would be up 78%. But over those three years, we would have had one 35% drop and one 10% drop. Would you still invest your money with me? Knowing it would have been up 78% at the end of three years. And that's exactly where we're at right now. 2020, it fell 35%. 2022, it's fallen about 10% in three years so far. You know, Now it's back up a little bit 
But at the end of the day, you would have had a 78% total return over the last three years. You know, what goes up comes down. But to your point, it generally goes up over the long haul. That's capitalism. So anyone else, any other, you know, Hammer, DC, Jason, um, looking around the room here, anything that you're sharing with clients? Yeah. So this actually piggybacks off of what Frank was saying. And I actually will talk to them about how we need the uncertainty really, right? Because if we go and look at things that are uns- that are certain, right? Like let's go put our money in a money market. What's the certainty that we're going to get there? We're certain to lose to inflation over time, which is obviously another hot button topic right now. But we need the volatility. We need the risk because the risk brings the reward. Without it, there would be no reward. So that's kind of one of my big sticking points that I talk to clients about on a regular basis that's, that, that really sits home with them and that I feel like there's a lot of feedback from that that people are like, oh, yeah, you're right about that. That's great. So simple. How about you, Jason? You were about to share something, right? Yeah, I just love the, what you just said, DC, and we need the uncertainty, you know, because, uh, you know, the money market being certain to lose money due to inflation. I mean, it's just so simple, but I think it hits, it hits home with everybody right now of what's going on with inflation. I mean, it's just crazy how different things are just spiking through the roof, random things that you never even thought especially I'm building this barn right now. It seems like everything (laughs) for building a barn is like crazy going through the roof. The only thing I was going to say is like, I think it's just a reminder for those that don't have a bucket plan in place for every single one of their clients. This is a gut check. When you start getting these calls from the ones who don't have a soon bucket established and you haven't repeated it multiple times, brought it up on every review, showed them their three buckets, give them the peace of mind. They have a soon bucket to buy this time horizon to get through weather the storm in times like this. Here's a good example. You know, I mean, we're just, we're not getting these calls because we brainwash our clients over and over again that they have a now and a, a now and a soon bucket. And so they don't need to worry about the, the volatility. Well, I mean, absolutely. And I could say the same thing with our clients where they're, they're not concerned about it. And I think, you know, even going and educating them too, when, when I've shared with many of my clients, when they're worried about the market being down, I'm like, well, you know, the market being down is a very broad you know, topic, right? If you look at QQQ or tech stocks, I mean, year to date, they're down about 8% as of yesterday. If you look at the S&P 500 year to date, it's down about 4%. If you look at value stocks, they're actually positive for the year. They're not down at all. And so in a globally diversified portfolio, it just is another reason to really explain to them the components of the portfolio and specifically why different pieces are brought together. And so, again, kind of giving them some insight into how their portfolio is being managed. And, you know, when they see the headlines, right, Facebook lost 25% this morning, they're getting absolutely hammered. Like, that's one segment of the market and one segment of the portfolio that they're investing in. You know, same thing when Netflix fell 20, 25% when they missed earnings a couple weeks ago. People get caught in the headlines instead of what their actual portfolio is doing. Frank, you really brought you know, this point home and we talk about it all the time in the bucket plan training, 
But that soon bucket is an opportunity bucket. And so in many cases, right, where you start seeing a downturn, if this is money that you know you do not have any plans for, you know, anytime soon, but you kind of set aside a conservative block, this is an opportunity to reposition, right, and, and take advantage of the downturn. Brandon, Brandon and I had that same conversation yesterday because we have quite a few clients that have more money in the soon bucket than they really need. And we're contacting them to talk about that same issue, Jason. Well, and, well, and I would say too, even extraction points of the later bucket. I have a client who has a very large inherited IRA that he got this year, $5 million. And he had a ton of Apple stock in it. And at TD Ameritrade, when Apple's price fell because it got drugged down with the market, I was able to do his RMD You know, over the 10-year period. I took a huge, over a half a million dollar distribution of Apple stock at $159 a share because it got drugged down in the market. Since then, it's recovered to over $175 a share already. But all of that recovery happened outside of the IRA in his taxable account. So I saved him about 20%, 15% in income taxes. And so I think looking for opportunities like that, right? We talk about in the tax management journey, he couldn't do a Roth conversion because it was inherited IRA. But when the market's down, look at Roth conversion opportunities. You know, the market gave us a 15% discount on income taxes at one point this year for Roth conversions. That's amazing stuff to be talking to clients about. But uh, Hammer, what do you got? Yeah, I think uh, what you and Jason and, and, and DC are all saying, uh, the sense of awareness is what the clients want to know. We had a conversation in our office this morning. They just want to know that you're aware of what's going on in the markets and simple conversations around supply and demand. I mean, BlackRock put it perfectly in our collegium, right? It's not a capacity of the nation. It's just the fact the workforce is absent. And, you know, that's what's pressuring it and the conversation about the 10-year treasury and then just reinforcing the, 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 the plan, right? Because the planet they just want to know that you're you're watching you know that you're aware of things that are going on that's really what the question is but to jason's point i i think this and i think it was jason made the point there's a huge opportunity to go back to your clients have that simple conversation and jason you're familiar with Pareto, but have that sounding board script man you know they're just and, and the opportunity their friends are going through this without a plan you know and then going back to the people that wanted all wealth management, right? The annuity insurance haters of the world going back to them and say, hey, do you think it's time to take some of the risk off the table? You know, with what we've been doing and create that soon bucket. Opportunities that we had from December and October, and November, we've been calling people up. I, Deb's on the line. We just had a call with the client. It's a one and a half million in their 401k. We're happy with the management. We call them up, say, hey, maybe it's time to look at funding your soon bucket. You're retiring. And actually it was the day of her retirement. We just happened to catch her on that call. You know, so these, to me, this volatility is huge, huge opportunity. And all your clients want to do is hear from you. Don't run from it. Just call them up and talk to them. You should be on the phone with all Diamond clients at this point and just saying, hey, here's what our sense of what's going on is. You know, the opportunity here, we have the plan. We knew this was coming. We talk about the win events. That's why we have the bucket plan. And this is what I love doing. Remember, if any of your friends are going through the same type of turmoil, let me tell you how we can help them. And, and, and breach that conversation. I think it's just a huge opportunity right now. It is, Hammer. And what I love about it, you know, again, it's not proactively calling the client because they have bucket plans. Again, very much like Jason's clients, my clients aren't calling me, but for our biggest clients, I'm absolutely talking to them because they want to know we're paying attention to this and earning exactly. the fee that we're billing every single quarter out of their account. And, 
You know, for those of you who use Valor, you know, we just had BlackRock come on last week. They did some tactical changes in our active model that we had with them. And they literally stepped us through talking points of what to explain to the client so that we sound really, really smart when we're on the line with them of what's going on in the economy, the labor market, the pricing pressures, what their economic outlook still is. This isn't stuff you need to go do hundreds of hours of research on. Attend that call 45 minutes later, take two or three good talking points, talk to some of your biggest and best clients about it, and they're going to have so much more peace of mind and confidence that they have the right investment advisor, the right financial planner. Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth-minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the bucket plan book. Go to claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. That's claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer. You know, it's kind of interesting. I was just thinking about, so yesterday I had a, a full day visit with Granite Harbor, Brian Sack and, you know, their team and just a really solid office. They're on pace to bring in a hundred million in new assets over the last, you know, rolling 12 months. So they're, they're really killing it. And, uh, he, you know, he's from Texas, right? And you know how like the people from Texas always have these weird ass sayings, people from the South, usually it's like, you know, talking about like a hubcap and butter or something. I don't know. They have these analogies, right? That they come up with that are actually pretty smart and pretty cool. I, I can't remember any of them, but he did give a really good one that I thought was awesome. And he, what he was doing, and I think it relates to this conversation because I think like, when you look at our existing clients, right, that if they have bucket plans, it's pretty easy to talk them off the ledge and manage them through it. And somebody made the point that, you know, if they don't, you know, Greg, you said this, you can be a sounding board for their clients and that or for their friends and relatives. And that's great. But so when we're talking to existing clients, it's one kind of conversation. It's an opportunity. Right. If we've done a good job of establishing the buckets, they probably have some conservative money in the soon bucket or cash in the now bucket that they can take advantage of the buying opportunity. But when we're going in front of prospects, it's kind of a little bit of a different story because they're freaked out. They don't have a plan and they just want to stop the bleeding. And so in some cases, they're going to want an insurance solution. They're going to want an annuity in the soon bucket to stop some of the bleeding right now. Right, like our existing clients have a plan and we're gonna be able to take advantage of opportunities, but new prospects, we might need to stop the bleeding and put an insurance solution or you know, an annuity in place in the soon bucket. And that's gonna what's gonna really resonate with them. And so unfortunately, we all know what a lot of people do is they they don't buy low, sell high, they you know, they 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 do the opposite, and so. You know, as we're bringing on new prospects, we're just going to have to manage emotions and emotions are going to tell them they're instead of going to cash, why not, you know, reposition it into a, into a soon bucket, into annuity where you at least still have some upside. But what Brian shared with me yesterday that I thought was really relevant to this 
is he uses an analogy and he says, you know, in our firm, we have three core competencies. One is holistic financial planning. Number two is investment management. And number three is risk management using insurance companies. And so he explains it in that simple way, right? And he said, you know, it's kind of like you ever, you, you ever watch football or pay attention to football much? And most people are going to say yes and say, well, the way to think about that is holistic financial planning is like us coming up with the full game plan for you, building the team, the offense, the defense, making sure everything's coordinated together. That's what holistic planning is. But then sometimes you just simply need an offensive coordinator. That's the investment management. In other situations, you might just need a defensive coordinator. Well, that's the risk management and the insurance solutions. And you can engage with us in any of those three ways. And so what he was talking about is even going back to some of the people that are do-it-yourselfers and do all their own investment management and say, hey, do you want me to come in and be your defensive coordinator and help a little bit with the risk management? Because you can hire us just to do that. I thought that was pretty cool. No doubt. I like that. I like that. And actually, so one of the things that, you know, that we've, that I've worked on personally over time is kind of conditioning as well. Like just helping people understand and get better at cutting out that emotion part of it. And I think that's a really important part of this whole thing. I honestly, when COVID hit and we had that crazy volatility, I probably could count on one hand, the number of people that called in that had an issue and, you know, only, I only have one or two clients out of about 140 households that did something or made a change that I wouldn't have recommended. And they weren't people that were clients that were in my upper echelon of clientele. So, and one of the guys just said he just needed the money right then, which I think he was lying. I think he just wanted to take it all out, but it was, it was like $5,000. So it, it wasn't something that was, you know, a big deal, but the way I've gotten to that point is by consistently getting in touch every month with clients. I have an email thing that I send out that's somewhat custom, but I always send a client's corner piece from Nick Murray and he does a great job. These are pieces that he puts together that you can email out to your clients. He does a great job talking about that, um, talking about the markets, talking about history, you know, context. And, you know, if you send this out and you do this consistently and people read it, they start to get conditioned. They start to get the idea. They see enough examples of, hey, like, you know, the market does really rebound or does really provide value over the long run. And then I can add my own twists on it too. So if there's something with inflation going on, I might throw an inflation piece on there. You know, I might add a little PS. Hey, if you think something's changed with your situation, if you think you're, you're, you're taking too much risk or too little, reach out to me, let me know. And I get, I get emails, I get people getting in touch with me off of that. And that, to me, that communication back and forth really helps me to make sure that my clients are in the right spot and that they're prepared and that we've had the proper dialogue along the way to, to make us make it so that we are prepared for these situations. So that actually this time, I haven't even had a single person reach out to me in the last month or so on what's been going on. So, and I've been proactive about reaching out too. I've been sending emails, I've been getting in touch, but nobody's really responded and been like, hey, like I'm worried. So, but you can build that, it just takes time. Uh, yeah, to piggyback I think that, on what I'm sorry to piggyback real quick on what DC was saying. I mean, we're not getting a lot of calls either, guys, because everything fundamentally is the plan, right? 
we set expectations that you're going to see volatility. You're not going to like it, but the time horizon's there. But, you know, a lot of times what we do if we get a panic client is just a little bit, you know, let's reassess your risk tolerance, validate their risk tolerance and say, unless your risk tolerance has changed and we're going to, you know, look at a different type mm -hmm. of allocation, understand the plan. And, and it kind of calms them down either that or they're going to reassess their risk because you want to document that too, because you're not creating value for them by <laughs> just executing allocation changes that don't make sense with the plan. Definitely. And I think... Can I, I think, can I, can I piggyback on something that Jason Smith was talking about? So one of the things that I always found in volatility as someone that ran a wealth management practice was volatility breeds opportunity for new, new prospects. Jason talked about, you know, we've talked about the bucket plan being an entry point. Jason then talked about risk management being an entry point. Well, investment management can be an entry point for a client too. And one of the things that I've been noticing in reviewing a lot of statements that advisors have been sending in for me to review and build portfolios on is the fact that there are a lot of portfolios out there that haven't been rebalanced. And the unrebalancing leads to a lot of concentration in holdings. And I did one yesterday for uh, the Del Greco group. And the concentration holding of that household's retirement plan, or the overall retirement plans in the household it was over 11% in Apple and 9% in Facebook. And it isn't that they were going out and buying the individual holdings. What is happening is, is you have a lot of money managers that mirror portfolios. And so unbeknownst to the investor, they may think that they're diversified, but they actually hold two or three different portfolios that mirror one another and therefore unintentionally lead to the, the concentration in holdings. And I think that just in simply doing a portfolio review of some of those people that are do-it-yourself is another entry point and opportunity to show your worth. Then you can add in the risk management and the bucket plan. Whereas sometimes the bucket plan is the entry point and you add investment management and risk management. To Jason's point, maybe risk management is the entry point. You do bucket planning, you do investment planning. So I just wanted to bring that up real quick as a huge opportunity for this group to be out there and connecting with those individuals that maybe you haven't gathered those assets because of that. And, and I just want to piggyback. I got, just got three quick things like, do not overlook the value of talking about rebalancing, right? Why do we rebalance? rebalancing is buying low and selling high in a automated mathematical process. I wrote a blog for everybody here to use. It's in the chat box. If you're with PCA, you can white label it and send it out as your own. I talk about our rebalancing process. In November, we rebalanced our portfolios. Why did we do that? Take an asset class like technology. It exponentially grew last year. So in November, the rebalancing process says we mathematically sell some of the tech stocks. And in that year, value stocks, for example, didn't perform as much as tech stocks. But what does rebalancing do? In November, we sell tech stocks high, we buy value stocks low. What happened from November until yesterday? Tech stocks have crashed, value stocks have outperformed. 
That is the most fundamental way to buy low and sell high that any of us can be doing. And if you're not actively talking about rebalancing, you're missing an opportunity. How many of you have clients that have 401k accounts that aren't with you yet? You should be talking about them logging in and rebalancing their 401k accounts. They have immense style drift that's happening in those 401k accounts. If they want to take advantage of this market, I'm telling them, hey, go in there and rebalance your 401k account right now. It's, it's January, February timeframe. I said, maybe if you can afford to front load your contributions into your 401k account right now, get that $20,500 in right now, instead of spreading your contributions out through the year. Those are all value added money making opportunities that we have with clients. And then the last thing is, you know, words matter. And like a great example, last night I got on a clock with a client of mine who's like, he's not concerned about the market at all. He's, he's like 44 years old, $10 million net worth. And I jump on and he was like, oh man, you got to be crazy busy right now with what's going on in the market. And psychologically, I flipped it on him and I said, Hong, I am crazy busy. I have so many of my clients that are trying to get more money into the market right now right now are the buying opportunities that we want to take advantage of. By the end of the call, he said, you know what, Dave, I'm almost done with my cash out refinance on one of my rental properties. I should have a million four for you pretty soon to get into this market. Tonight, I have another call with a client. I know he's got a ton of excess cash in his bank account. That's going to be the language. Now is the time we want to be buying and deploying cash for any of your clients that have the opportunity to. But what that does is many of your clients don't have cash on the sidelines. But by me saying that, it psychologically puts them at ease like, oh, well, if a bunch of other people are rushing to buy, I probably shouldn't be thinking about selling, right? And so it works in either scenario, whether you have clients with money to deploy or you have clients with no money to deploy, it gets them in that herd mentality that, well, I shouldn't be trying to sell if all Dave's other clients are trying to buy right now. And so- couple of just different things that I think could bring value to all of your clients. Any questions, any comments, any, anything from anybody else, either in the group or outside? Jason just put those three competencies. Good job typing all that, Jason. Look at you go. I think, I think you guys just hit on some really powerful things, Dave. Panko. I mean, you guys should type it in here too. Sometimes, you know, it's hard to write down some of these one-liners and these points. So I think we, if we type them in the chat box, people might get a little bit more out of it. Here's what we'll do, Jason, because the chat box is going to go away in three minutes. I'll email uh, Melanie, take this from Jason. Panko will email Melanie and we'll email it out to anyone on here. And you, you can also reach out to your business development partner because the chat box is going to disappear in three minutes. So we'll make sure everyone gets some of these good one-liners and ideas. I was going to say, if I have to type it in, it better be real early in the program. <laughs> <laughs> I know I lost track of time. Wow. So, well, we got two minutes left. Any, any other additional insights or ideas or things you're talking about? Or struggle or anything you'd like feedback on. If not, we can probably call it a wrap. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Good conversation. I know I got some good stuff out of it today. Thanks, everyone. 
interested in learning more about the topics discussed today? We want to know more about your challenges and priorities and how we can help build your custom roadmap to success. That's right, a custom roadmap built just for you. Schedule a free 20-minute consultation with one of our business development partners. Visit c2pe.info forward slash podcast to schedule a time that's good for you. That's c2pe.info forward slash podcast.